home building and remodeling show. Let's go. Welcome everybody to the home building and remodeling show. My name is Chris Kirby and I'll be your host. I am the owner of three construction companies on the Alabama Gulf Coast. The show is about residential construction. We're going to cover topics of home building and remodeling. Are you thinking of doing a remodel or building a home? Are you a contractor looking to improve your knowledge base or grow your business? Have you ever done a remodel project or built a home? There were so many things you wish you knew or that you could have done differently during the process. Then this show is for you. We break down the process of building and remodeling and how to have the best results during your project. Whether you're a DIYer looking for tips, someone looking to hire a contractor to do a project, or a contractor looking to expand your knowledge base or your business. Welcome aboard. Glad to have you. Stay tuned. We kick off the show with my thoughts on home building and remodeling. I'll share best practices and talk about some of our experiences in business and out in the field. These shared thoughts and lessons learned are meant to help you on your very own journey. Let's go. So talking about long-term partnerships, we have had clients that called us when we first started out. I've told you guys this story. We just wanted to knock on as many doors, be in as many homes as possible just to get our name out there to create awareness. And we knew we had to do a good job, but we we didn't care what it was, you know, changing out a fan, something as simple as that. When we first started out, well, I have seen it. This is a true statement. The quality of your work and the quality of character determines that long-term partnership with a client. And you want that because when a client thinks of their next project, you want them to think of you. So if you've done a good job, then they're going to call you. And if you let them know, hey, listen, I know I was just a handyman before, but I've got my home builder's license and I've I can do larger scope projects or, you know, I've got my X, Y, Z license and I'm taking on larger projects. You better believe if you communicated well with them that they're going to call you back. They're going to let you. So for us, what happened is we started out doing just smaller, smaller projects to fill time between flipping houses. Well, we then we started carving out a niche in the kitchen and bath industry and we kind of stuck to that. We would do general remodeling um, and stuff like that. But for the most part, we stayed to the kitchen and bath and did remodel projects, interior remodeling. Then we started doing additions. We figured out, hey, we could do it. I got I got licensed and we started doing additions and larger projects and we were doing additions a thousand square foot. We were adding bedrooms, bathrooms, all of that stuff. And I had a friend that was in a business networking group. Shout out to business networking groups. Uh, She came to me and and said, look, Chris, I'd like to build a home and I'd like for you to do it. Would you be interested? I said, you know, that isn't something that that I want to get into. I do not want to get into new construction. We really just we're, we're good at interior remodeling. We're good at kitchen and bath. So I, I don't know that that's for me. And and we, we left it at that. But then she saw more of our projects and more of our work. 
And she said, Chris, I really think you could do this. And I really had no interest, but my brother-in-law really wanted to get into building homes. That had always been a dream of his. And I was like, you know what? Let's just sit down and look at the plans. We went to lunch. We looked at the plans. And ultimately, we decided to take a chance on the new construction. I was licensed for it. We look at the plans, and it's a 6,600-square-foot house. (laughs) So our very first house was going to be under roof, 6,600 square foot, six bedrooms, three-car garage, massive footprint, just a large home build for our very first build. And But the reason she even gave us the opportunity was, yes, she knew us from the business group, but she also saw how we worked, how we conducted ourselves, the fact that we were even in the business group. She saw all those things. She saw that our smaller projects were done so well. And as we grew, she got to witness our growth. And she said, you know what? I will take a chance and let me talk to you about my project. So that's the long-term partnership where your project for one client could turn into multiple projects. And in our case, it could even turn into a home build. Now, she isn't the only person that we built a house for. That was a previous project. We did, uh, we've done a kitchen remodel for somebody and they called us for a home build later. It, and we've done multiple just projects in the same home where it may not even be a, a project where you level up and do a larger scope project. It just may be you did one bathroom, now they want the other one done. Well, they're going to call you, especially if you did a good job, you communicated well. All those things matter. So that's the value in creating a long-term partnership. And that's where building effective relationships with your client carries a lot of weight in the contracting industry. And now we move into Shop Talk. It's the portion of the show where I bring in a co-host and we cover trending topics in home building and remodeling. Hope you enjoy. Let's go. The way we've structured our company, you're a single parent. It's hard. It's tough, right? We've put value on making sure that all of our employees, all of our team members have um, a good quality of life. And, uh, we do that because of the single dads and single moms. And not only that, but even me, I spent um, 20 years in the Navy. And a lot of that time I was away from family and missed events. So we've, we've done our schedule to where we can work through the week and get off at a decent hour and go home. That's part of, we make sure that happens for all of our people. Right. That's one of the perks of this company is knowing, you know, you're going to have your family time. Yeah. And it's, you know, I mean, it's a big, that's a big, it's deal. a, it's a big yeah. deal. And it, and I knew it would be because for me, like I said, we didn't really have an option in the military. If, if you're told to do something or you've got to work hours and it's different, right? Our, if our mission was missed, that, that could be somebody's life at stake. That could be, right. you know, it's a lot different. However, here you never know what people have to do or have going on at home that they need to take off. So right. it can be done. And I think that's more of the message. There are a lot of 
construction companies that they they base what they do around project completion and not necessarily around the quality of life for everybody involved in the job. Not that that's a bad thing, because if that's how you have to operate or need to operate to earn your income, that's okay from the start. I wanted to make sure that I had a team and that everybody was able to have a good quality of life because I want everybody to be able to go home at night with their family. I want everybody. And now if they want to work late and all that project, we allow that. We give right. them the overtime, but they choose that overtime. They don't have, have to, do to do the do overtime, right. right? And we give them weekends off. So nights and weekends are off. They're on a set schedule. We offer a 401k and all of this Sick stuff. Time, vacation. Yeah. You don't see that at construction places. What? Because that's a part of what we do at this show is we want to help the people that are listening build and grow their company, right? right? Look, I say we're successful because we've got people who are living good lives. And to me, that's success. And that's what we want to continue to do. I'm not saying that we're successful because we're making a a ton of money and we all drive fancy cars and stuff like that. So we have that discussion with our people that if money is your bottom line, then we're probably not the company for you. Right. But you will get a good living and you will get time off and you will get the benefits. And a lot of the times we do end up hiring that person because they do see the value in that. Right. They understand what it's like to grind 12 hours a day, six, seven days a week, or have to take jobs, you know, 50 miles from home. So a lot of the time they're traveling and, and different things like that in contracting. Right. So a lot of contractors and stuff, you know, if you don't work, you're not getting paid. Yeah. Um, you're grinding until six, seven o'clock at night, you know, and then you go straight home. You got enough time to eat. Take a shower, go right back to it, and you only have your weekends. And sometimes you have to work Saturdays. Yeah. Because you're such, it's all crunch. You know, here the scheduling's built to where, you know, you're not having to, you know, grind all in the one week. But the way that that we've been able to do that is. If somebody comes from a place like that, like I did, you know, it's amazing. You're like, oh my goodness. Yeah, you got all and, the and sometimes it takes some getting used to, right? Right. I know we've hired um, a lot it's of people. Kind of uncomfortable feeling at first when you're like cutting out at three thirty, and you're like, oh, "Is this all right?" Yeah, <laughs> you got to get used to it. And and sometimes you know the people that have been used to working those long hours, it is a little bit tough for that adjustment because they got to also they have to figure out what they're going to do with the extra time. They've got the weekend now with their family or whatever. They're single or, you know, but they have that freedom of time. And so they figure out what they can do. And and to me, that's the most important aspect of of what we do here. But if you had any advice, because you have come from um, both sides of the fence, right? You're here now and not saying everything is all perfect here. And, you know, we've got just the great life because we absolutely have our struggles and our days and delayed draws and angry clients. We have everything any other traditional construction company would have. We're just structured different. But if you had any advice to give just from your perspective, what are some what are some things that these people who are starting out and wanting to grow employees and grow their company from the construction side, what do you think they could do or what advice do you have uh, for them as far as 
employee management and how they run their their hours and time or, or whatever it is. Just you got to take an effect. They got a life also. Yeah, you know what I mean, so you got to respect that. Plus, you know, if you take care of your employees, they're going to take care of you. Right, and that's the bottom line. And you know, yes, that how I feel. At this company, that's how it is. You know what I mean? And there's not a. It's weird because any other place I've worked, there's a lot of griping and complaining, and I don't. You don't never hear that out of any of these guys around here. Yeah, and and, and I would say that we've definitely been lucky, and not that it. Again, I, I want to point out not that it doesn't happen, but I mean, we, I mean it happens, right? It's but part of life, right? <laughs> but it's not as much because we try. We try very hard to take take care of. And then you know a lot of us guys that aren't in the field try to eat the stress you know what i mean yes and keep it off of those so guys. let me ask you this so you know when you're out in the field working and especially some of the the younger or newer people to construction you know they're looking up and they're saying man adam has it gravy he's going and doing estimates and he's got us an office and and so let's Let's tell them what the real story is. Like, right. what's really going on? Well, it's, <laughs> it looks all right, but it's not. So you get cussed out. Uh, people will call you and ask you, you know, I understand you want to know semesters, but, you know, it's Wednesday night. You shouldn't be calling me at 1030. Yep. You know what I mean? Right. And, I, you know, I shouldn't wake up to missed calls from you. What about, hey? Just because you want to know if. There was uh, allowance on your quote for some pools for cabinet. You know what I mean, it's, it's <laughs> right. eleven o'clock at night, and some they <laughs> some clients don't, don't understand right. those boundaries. What about the ones? Hey, listen, you went out yesterday, right? Today's want, Friday, the thirteenth, and yesterday was and Thursday. They want to know where their quote is. They want to know where their quote is. Yeah. So, <laughs> it, you know, and it's a hundred thousand dollar quote. They're the ones that want their quote the next day, and it's like, ma'am, you're. This is a whole home, three bathrooms you want done. I can't get that to you tomorrow. Yeah. And they'll keep calling. Yeah, and you already told them it's going to be a week or two. <laughs> and then the next day, they call back, right? That yeah. following Monday. And then when you get the it Saturday. to them, yeah, crickets. Those crickets. are the ones yeah. that you don't hear back from are the ones that bother you yep. the most. Absolutely. Two, another thing that they don't understand when, when you're out in the field, I always say sometimes you don't understand how it is to just be able to work out in the field and do your job and you go home because when you become the project manager when you become the assistant project manager the estimator it's yes you have office hours but it really doesn't it don't stop, stop. yeah yeah because um, you gotta accept the call you know because something might be wrong at the house and they're calling you at six o'clock because they got a little water leak or something you yeah gotta, you gotta take it right you know and you're mean? and you're not you're not you're not calling that calling, yeah or they're calling to let you know hey we emergency happened and we won't be able to be there tomorrow so your guys can or cannot come or they need to know where this key is yada 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 yeah you know what I mean so the job don't never stop once you get you know what I mean yeah because you're responsible spot. for every every aspect of the evolution as the estimator you're making sure that all of your numbers are right you estimated the job well but as the project manager. Like you said, you're making sure the guys can get in the door. Where are they going to park? Because right. people get mad. Where are they going to store their stuff? Yeah. The neighbor's calling the cops because, right. or a tow truck because 
you parked a little bit on, on their the grind. Yeah. yeah, I mean, let's get real, right. but it, it absolutely happens. And who are they calling? They're calling the project manager. Yeah. They're not calling, you know, the apprentice out. Yeah. So there's a lot of things at night that go on. Just being in uh, at the office isn't always the most gravy thing like people out in the field think it is. Yes, exactly. It's, yeah. So what it's about... Probably, it's more, way more stressful than it is on the job. Yeah. Because all you got to do is do the work on the job. Yeah. <laughs> right, Which right. can be stressful sometimes, but, you know, I mean, if it's all laid out for you to do, it's not that stressful. You just got to do the work. Yeah, absolutely. What about the, the client? Okay, so let's talk about this because this happened. You have done this amazing. Your team, right? Your project manager, your team has done an outstanding job, and it looks immaculate to you. Like, you are just happy with it. Right. You're like, wow, it really turned out good. I'm proud of the team. I can't believe it. And the client says, this really isn't what I wanted. And I'm not going to give you the money right. until we get some, something figured out. This is what they originally picked out. and They picked out everything. Right. Right. And they now, let you get basically down to the end to tell you, well. It's not exactly the bathroom I was looking for. So, so I'm going to hold some money. Right. 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 So sometimes that happens. So when that happens, you've got two, three guys that were on that job that are ready to collect the paycheck. You've got a plumber and an electrician that may have come out. Yep. And right. And you're figuring money. out how to pay them. And then the client says, Well, it's not the vision I had. Let's so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pay for it until maybe we tweak some stuff. I mean, so what does that do and what kind of pressure does that put on you? Because sometimes there's no answer to the, the where you're going to get the money from. Right. I don't know. That, <laughs> that's It is tough. You know what I mean? Especially when you, you got all these things going on. You got three guys, plumber, electrician, and they all, you know what I mean? It ain't their fault that you didn't get your payment. Now we're going to move into the portion of the show where we talk interior design. We're going to bring in an interior designer and we're going to talk trending design and products. Hope you enjoy. Let's go. And if you're looking for, you know, luxury vinyl plank burst tile, how would you say the durability of each is? It really depends on the instance that we're, we're talking about because so tile i mean you can have your big old pups running all over it all day long sure your kids can ride a bicycle through their house if you want to sure. um, however let's say you were to drop a really heavy object it, right. it could crack the tile whereas it's not going to really damage luxury vinyl plank yeah um, luxury vinyl plank durability it is scratch resistant dent resistant yeah. again though that goes hand in hand with the wear layer so the higher the wear layer the more durable it is. Right. So there's a catch 22 here. So if you're looking for like, you know what, if it's a condo and it's high traffic and you've got high turnover, you may not want to put the most expensive, you know, LVP in there. However, but then uh, again, you should. Right. Okay. Talk to me because I was <laughs> going to say, however, that higher traffic, you know, if you have um, a lot of people in and out, the durability mm -hmm. for the more expensive LVP is worth it. And how often do you want to have to replace your floor? Sure. You know, as you mentioned, uh, the beachside condos, the rentals, uh, those are booked for, for year, 
you yeah, know, straight absolutely. out. Ins and outs, ins and outs. People are pulling their big old coolers on, you know, wheels through sure. it. Well, eventually that floor, if it's a, you know, a low six, eight, 12 millware layer, it's going to start to show, you know, all those scratches. It'll usually yeah. it'll start splitting. Whereas if you put in a 20 millware layer, it's going to get you through that season without you having to go, oh my goodness, it looks so horrible. Now I got to replace it again. Right, right, right. right. So you're going to be spending more money on the back end. Yeah. So, okay. It's, it's worth it to put the better product in initially, yes. especially in the high traffic areas. Yes. But two, I want to caution everybody we keep saying it is scratch resistant. resistant. It's water resistant. resistant. And that is because, you know, you can't really say it's scratch proof. You can. I've seen it. Yeah. Done, we've done it here in yeah. the showroom. You can scratch this stuff, moving furniture around. Yeah. Now there are ways to buff it out. And I'll be honest with you. It is very much easier to uh, buff out a scratch on LVP than it is on like a hardwood yes. or anything like that. Yes. So, and some of it's beautiful. Like, oh, yeah. You know, it the, really is. It, it is. So, and again, I think the variation that they're coming out with, the different colors, the different options are what's making it so popular. And then the high durability. Because they can manipulate it. So right now, um, when it first came out, it was really with just a very flat finish. It looked like it had knot holes and it. it looked like it had grain. Um, and then they came out with how to emboss and register it. Now they were already doing that with like engineered hardwoods and everything. And they just applied that to the process of an, a luxury vinyl plank. Yeah. So now if you're looking at a higher end luxury vinyl plank and you see it's got a little knot hole in it and it has some graining, if you run your hand across it, sure. it feels like a true wood. Yeah. So some of them are so incredibly well done. You could walk into a home and not, and not know. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Well, we got some education today about luxury vinyl plank, LVP. A lot of people may be hearing that, not know what it is. It's a composite material. So think how to compare. It's a crushed stone mixed with a a vinyl. And it's really compressed is what that composite material means. And I'll tell you, just as in anything else that we do in construction, when it comes to fences, even when it comes to doors now, I... When I'm building a new construction home, I talk my clients really away from uh, going with a true wood door. Yeah. And I, I talk them into a composite door that has a wood look and maybe apply a gel stain. There's just a lot of reasons for that here where we have high humidity. Durability. And yeah, the durability of wood here isn't the best. Even now, I will say this. If you're going to do the maintenance on it, if you're going to do nice columns you have to do the maintenance which means they're going to have to be resealed restained uh, every few years for them to hold up not saying that it's it but again if you're looking for something more maintenance free yeah. more durable more water resistant, resistant easy right to clean. that's right easy to clean yeah. that's where these composite materials are becoming popular um, and, so and they're getting so much better about stylizing them sure. truly i mean i you know as a designer i remember you know when composite doors first you know i started looking at them going oh gosh yeah. you know they just look kind of cheesy yep yeah <laughs> i didn't want to use them yes um but they've come leaps and bounds with man-made materials and emulating you know natural elements well and what they're trying to do now too is they are trying to make them you know so you're reusing a lot of materials in composite materials as well mm -hmm. so they are more eco-friendly yeah. these days and stuff like that and there are more and more people who are caring about 
how environmentally friendly their home is. Yeah. I mean, you can even get tax write-offs. Everyone's becoming absolutely. a little more cognizant that, you know, we need to start taking care of where we're living. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So next time we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about what I think is one of Courtney's favorite topics. We're going to dive into tile. Oh, yes. 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 And that so, one of my favorites. yes. So we're going to do another show about tile specifically, and uh, we're going to continue to have these conversations just to better inform you and give you some more product knowledge from the construction side. We know how to install it. We know what it takes to get the job done. But as far as the actual knowledge of product, that's where specialists like Courtney come in. And uh, I think we're going to get a lot of good information by adding her to our show. And we're so glad that you came on. Well, thank you I hope it wasn't me. too terrible for you. No, um, no, not at all. Okay, good. So, <laughs> all right, until next time, we'll see you. Thanks, Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. As always, we are grateful for our listeners and your continued support. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on social media via Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Get more info at our website, www.thehomebuildingshow.com. And as always, remember who we are, the Home Building and Remodeling Show.